0: All eyes will be on the US Federal Reserve when it meets later this week for an interest rate decision that's being described as the most difficult since they began lifting interest rates. The Federal Reserve's mantra that interest rates would remain high throughout this year is being challenged by a sharper than expected drop in inflation and slowing GDP growth. RM Breakfast, Tim Skelton joins me in the studio. Good morning, Tim. And why is this week's interest rate decision by the Fed considered difficult? (laughs)
1: Hi, PK. Good morning. So this is a difficult decision, essentially because the data we're getting on the US economy suggests that what's been the sharpest rate tightening cycle since the 1980s is having the desired effect. So earlier this month, we saw annual inflation in the December quarter slow to 6.5%. And for the month of December itself, plunging prices for gasoline meant we actually saw deflation with CPI dropping 0.1%. So that's obviously a big drop from where it had been in the previous quarter, we've also seen GDP growth start to slow. So it came in at 2.9% in the December quarter, which was down from 3.2% in the September quarter. There's also been a pretty sharp drop in retail sales and a decrease in household savings. So all of this is what the Fed Reserve wants to see. But there's a debate now about what they do next. So if they lift rates too high or too sharply, they risk intensifying a downturn that the evidence would suggest, Suggest might already have started. On the other hand, if they pause interest rate rises too early, they risk inflation starting to rise again. And this is what happened during the 1970s inflation crisis. Now, I spoke to Nick Economides. He's a professor of economics at NYU's Stern School of Business.
2: It really depends on uh, what is the target of the Federal Reserve. If really their target is what they say, a 2% inflation, that's not going to be feasible. Um, so they will have to keep increasing interest rates uh, by another quarter point later, maybe maybe more, uh, and keep the high interest rate for some time. Now, at the same time, most of Wall Street believes that this is not really their target. So even though they talk about 2%, they're willing to accept higher inflation rates. If there is really an expectation that the Fed will live with higher uh, inflation rates, then they will not have to be that tight. I, I actually think it's a reasonable assumption. There is pressure on uh, the Fed, not only from the financial markets, but also from uh, the uh, government, the executive part, the Biden administration. There is pressure not to create um, a recession. And at the same time, the idea of a uh, of a 2% inflation rate is, is to a large extent arbitrary. It's not clear why it should be 2% and why it should not be 3%, for example.
0: So, Tim, the expectation is for a 25 basis point increase. What happens after that? Well, PK, this
1: is the big question now, and even the board of the Federal Reserve isn't completely united here. So in a speech last week, the Fed Vice Chair Lael Brainard acknowledged there are a range of views on some aspects of inflation. There's been a warning that, uh, you know, the, the, the sort of current Uh, rate tightening cycle risks increasing inequality as well. So, you know, the the debate here is on exactly how high you go in pursuit of this stated 2% inflation target. And it's not just the US that's having this discussion. So Canada's central bank embarked on a a very steep rate tightening cycle. But after lifting its key interest rate to 4.5%, which is the highest level in 15 years, they now expect to pause interest rate increases. Um, It's worth noting that it's not just in Australia that central banks are under a lot of pressure not to cause a recession. It's in the US, it's in Canada. This is a, a really live discussion kind of globally. And Professor Economides says that he expects the US will reach a similar position of pausing interest rate rises after this latest rate increase.
2: And that's why, in, in my opinion, the best thing for the Fed is to make a small increase now for the last time and then keep the interest rate at the present relatively high level for a number of months, for three, four, five months, and see what happens. And then, if things don't seem to go in a bad way on inflation, if it looks, if it doesn't look like inflation is increasing in any significant way, then um, start even reducing interest rates after um, six months. So. The the strategy is not just increasing or decreasing. It has a possibility of um, doing nothing for, for a few months. And I think that's the most likely course that the Fed will take.
1: That's Nick Economides, Professor of Economics at NYU Stern School of Business. We'll get that rates decision later this week, PK. Of course, here in Australia, the RBA is set to lift rates uh, when it meets next Tuesday. There's that old Chinese curse, may you live in interesting times. Well, it's going to be an interesting year.
0: (laughs) Uh, it is going to be a very interesting year, um, which we will be talking about later with Katie Gallagher, who's a Minister for Finance as well. Thanks, Tim. Tim Skelton, there. You're listening to RM Breakfast. It's easier than ever to hear your favourite local and national ABC radio stations, live and on demand on the ABC Listen app.